Welcome aboard our vessel. I'll be your captain. Join me and my trusty ally, the cook, as we set sail through our relationship with music, film, literature, and everything in between, as well as our ongoing exploration into mental health and well-being. Anchors up. So, Aaron, we're back again. We are. Back, back for another voyage. And we've actually expanded our countries. So... There's a few new challenges for you. So I know we did Taiwan. Was it Taiwan we did or Thailand? It's one or the other. Taiwan. Taiwan. So now I believe we're just hopping over some body of water um, and we're heading to the Philippines to our one listener in the Philippines. <laughs> well, we say one. We don't we know. One, do we? Who knows? It but, could be 10. You know, yeah. it, but uh, basically, hello um, is Kumasta. Oh, I think there's another region there where they say Kablao. Kablao. So, and actually, Kamusta Ka, how are you? I'm genuinely asking. I hope you're all well in the Philippines as well. And carrying on with our international flavour, um, I thought we'd done this one actually. I thought we'd managed this this area of Europe, but we haven't. And I know we had some very good times in Hamburg. So you can now say hello to all our friends out there, or our one listener in Germany. <laughs> yeah we do and we love hamburg by the way yeah. don't we and actually i was really excited a few years ago to go to berlin and ba cancelled our flight when we were meant to go to a stag to berlin and i hadn't managed to go till hamburg which was god what year was that now i've lost yeah. it last year before the pandemic wasn't it so guten tag Very nice okay challenges so obviously i set you a different one this week and it was actually writing a letter for your future self to open so how did how did it go how did you find it uh yeah i sat down um and just sort of tried to think about how to write it because weird writing to yourself anyway isn't it but um i have a load of things that i wanted to achieve this year or sort of things in the back of my mind i'm like you need to think about this you want to get this done so i suppose it's summarized by um asking myself how i was getting on with all of those things but also probably experienced my toughest year in 20 i know a lot of people did in 2020 but personally i had a really tough year and i've i'll reveal all obviously next year but was more checking in with myself and how how, how i was approaching life as well so really good task i got an envelope um and i put down the draw so obviously and i know you'll remind me to say <laughs> so you know what i'm like my memory i'll fall <laughs> i'll absolutely forget so um and obviously for you yeah what are you most what are you most grateful for other than me and the pod obviously yeah well um it's interesting because you write i've done this task before and i've had to write down 10 things and then during the session they were saying right you need to take one thing away you need to take one thing away you need to take one thing away and it just gets harder and harder and harder and also try not to be materialistic as well mm -hmm. you know about so it's actually you know things which i value and yeah unfortunately you were the first one to go you know, you just didn't make it in. But, um, you know, for me, as, as always, it's family. You know, family covers friends, covers everything. And, yeah, that's that's the, the pillar for me. You know, the thing that helps me, in the words of Elton John, you know, keeps me standing, still standing. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, a really a nice one, a nice one to reflect on, you know, and just see again. It'd be interesting to see what changes in that next year, you know, whether yeah. there's been any changes with that. And priorities shift over time. That's a good thing. It's good to reflect and actually be grateful anyway, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? And actually realise you have got a purpose to this 
purpose of this life and um, what keeps you happy, what keeps you sane, what keeps you motivated, all that kind of good stuff. It's good to rejig and revalue those. So um, no, I'm glad you glad you enjoyed it. We've had two big, big things happen as well, you know, over the past week. Not only have we had a, shall we say, a special delivery, which all will be revealed in incoming podcasts, um, but also this is the first time where we're actually inviting someone else to bring a band on board. And Aaron, I think you've got a nice, you've Wikipedia'd this person, you know, I'm sure he's got his own wiki page and it's over to you to, yeah, welcome our, our very first guest. Well, I'm super excited. I'm extremely grateful for this person to agree and to come on. Someone I've known, just talking about 10, 10 years, which is an amazing length of time. He's had a name change recently to Floral Smoothie. Um, after his uh, after his punk band name um, but the wider world knows him as Tom Meyer so Tom welcome aboard how are you doing man hello all good yeah and um can't be, I'm actually dressed in floral no one can see and I actually bought a smoothie before this just to uh, just to add to it <laughs> just three quid there just boom <laughs> living your uh, living your brand yeah it's, it's innocent smoothie but there are other brands out there so <laughs> No, we're uh, we're super excited. We talked about from day one that we wanted to get guests on and we kind of wanted to build it first, if that makes sense, and get some listeners together, get a bit of a, I don't I suppose a, a group of shipmates together, listeners, etc. Um, but, you know, we kind of felt now that it was time to, to bring yourself on. And when you sent us through your song choice, which will get you to bring us in a minute, we, we were super excited when we bring. Yeah, I mean, I, I've had a whale of a week. To be fair, just going going back in and just reliving, you know, some very, very good memories just listening to this band. And, you know, the song, again, you know, I know we'll touch on it, but it's actually one of my favourite songs as well. So, you know, it's you've you've made a good impression on me already. I'll give you that. <laughs> you can see why we kept him, you know, why I kept him as a friend. He's a he's a good guy. Like, you know, he's you know, he's got good, he's got good taste. But no, Tom, you know. Without further ado, let's get into it because we've, lo- we've got loads to talk about today. And I know when you sent us through the summary and your reasons behind choosing this song, um, you know, it was it was kind of twofold, really, for you, wasn't it? So I'd love to explore that first part, really, and your memories of growing up and listening to this band. And, yeah, just introduce us and, and tell us a little bit about what, what we're talking about today. Yeah, definitely. So, um, so the band is Green Day. The album is Ooh. Dookie. Ooh. The song is... <laughs> basket case <laughs> and then the lyrics specifically were uh, sometimes my main my mind plays tricks on me sometimes i give myself the creeps um so yeah i mean guys that how you pick songs and and lyrics every week like i honestly i went through spotify everything i listened to and i was just like oh my god how am i gonna pick just one song for this um but yeah, the, the reason I picked this, um, as Aaron said, it's twofold. So the first was just, yeah, just the memory. So kind of Bryn, like what you were saying as well, it's just that throwback to, you know, simpler times when you look back in hindsight, how simple they were. Even at, at, the, you know, at the time, you were still like an angsty teenager and, you know, had what you thought was all these struggles. In actual fact, God, you're, you're so free and just able to to do so much. So um, 
yeah for me that the memories there are um you know the summer holidays and um we'd actually go back to school because we'd go there to skateboard and bmx um because obviously the stairs and everything there so we actually went back to school during the summer holidays for that reason <laughs> and um yeah it was just all the all the memories of of like yeah just skateboarding did be a bmx and then just all the other bands as well that came up you know it could have been offspring it could have been blink 182 um but i think green day green day was the first um the first band i i choose i chose to see um the first band i actually saw first was 911 and i thought <laughs> probably probably not uh, for this podcast <laughs> It's fine. I, I saw Peter Andre, so don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's uh it's funny. I was reflecting recently on um I wrote I wrote another poem which is maybe gonna come out in a future pod, but it was just basically thinking about times with my friends. Um I was I had some a playlist on Shuffle, um, and some like early 2000s sort of dance and like hip hop style songs came on. And like I could almost pinpoint moments of like exactly where I was. And that's what music has got that ability of like sort of time travel almost, doesn't it? That it just takes you straight to a moment and then you go, you're right. Things are so much simpler there. And, and like, you know, all the things I worry about now, mortgage, pay, whether you're a parent, my relationships, my friends and family, all of that kind of stuff, that all like sort of comes later, doesn't it? But anything that sort of stood out for you, any specific memories that you love back in the time, other than obviously you'd be skateboarding, but does that, does that song take you back to anywhere specifically you can call on? Um, probably yeah actually as um, there were some fields near where we used to live and um, there was a bit of like a babbling brook there and um, for some reason it was just enclosed and no one used to go there so we kind of made it our like go-to spot um, a group of our friends so we used to go there and you know um, someone's parent would buy them those uh, little stubbies like two percent beers and um, we'd just go go there and someone would have um, a cd player some would have <laughs> CDs, and then um, we just sit there during the, the summer days and and just you know get drunk on these uh, two percent beers <laughs> and uh, just listen to music. So um, yeah, that that's definitely the, fir the first thing when you said that was that's where it took me. Awesome. And what about for you, Bryn? Because I know Ducky's a big album for you. Does anything stand out for you looking back? Yeah, I mean, as we said, it's sort of going back to the young, the carefree, you know, the the positive, the happy memories. And it's interesting. It's <laughs> something that stands out for me is um this the specific song um was one that's always on a compilation whenever I make it. Whenever I do anything, it's always on there. And I uh so you know it was a few years after it was released when I passed my driving test. And I can always remember when it came on for the first time and I was in this like one litre Toyota Yaris sort of <laughs> rocking and so as I was sort of trying to you know do my perfect dancings to it the car was just rocking as well you know and it was just hysterical you know just the just the freedom you know I get from that song you know and I get from Green Day in general and Tom I'm really envious you got to see them because I I'm due to see them and it's been cancelled twice now so hopefully fingers crossed next year next year is going to be my year to uh to get to see them then well, yeah, what was really weird sorry what was really weird about seeing them was um it, it was their greatest hits tour so yeah. it was just it was crazy because it was just everything yeah um i think um i think warning had come out before that 
which, uh, you know, I, I think my age range, that was kind of, I think I was about 13 when that came out. So that was probably on the, on the cusp of like, right, the first Green Day new album to, to, to buy since then. But then, yeah, to have the gig as um, greatest hits was just crazy. And it was at Wembley as well, the old Wembley as well. So it was just wow, amazing. They're, um, they're such a massive, but like, I think they're one of those ones that can, unless you're specifically, like I'm a music fan, you know, I love my music. And I really enjoy Green Day, but they're not someone I go to every day. But obviously like Bryn all this week going back and you listen to like, I don't know, like this, uh, this is Green Day playlist on Spotify and it's hit after hit after hit. And actually I was listening to some stuff with Billy Joe Armstrong this week um, and his enjoyment of performing live you know what I mean? And I can imagine the energy there must be off the scale. So if I get the opportunity in the future, I think it's definitely one I go to. But actually, I just wanted to bring out another one. I think from their first album, because I think obviously Ducky was what? The third one, first one on a major label. Um, they'd sort of piss a lot of people off by leaving that independent scene and dragging punk above ground almost. But obviously, maybe none of us would have heard of them if they if they didn't do that. You know what I mean? Because they would have stayed in Barclay in California or wherever. But on the first album, this was the other week, and it was so carefree as you find a lot of first albums are. But Lyrics on there. I look into the past and I want to make it last. I was there, I was there. And I think, like, looking back what I've done, there's lots more life to live. And I feel like that sometimes. I look back on life and go, I'd love to just go back to that spot and just recapture it and, like, keep going. But you get older and you have to look back at it through sort of, I don't know, rose-tinted glasses or whatever. So it's just interesting how they sort of captured that freedom of spirit um, at, at, at that time. And then maybe over time, this stuff got more complex, didn't it? As... Mm our lives probably all got complex as we got older and things changed well because you experience experience different things so um i suppose you know great from that aspect but i think for me a lot of stuff stood out what you were saying about your second part as well okay because i just want to hop back quickly to less than jake episode we did in the first voyage happy sounding music get into the lyrics and there's some deep stuff there green day definitely sitting there on, on, on the song basket case but tell us your other your, your second full reason for bringing this one along tom yeah, so second point, I mean, obviously, you know, what I love about what you guys do is really getting that kind of mental health and well-being side of it, um, along with the music. So that's what I was trying to do and finding finding a band and finding a lyric. So, yeah, I guess the, the other side is really is my my own mental health. So um, I guess from probably just before uni, um, I started probably having... Uh, suffering from anxiety and depression without even really knowing that that's that's what it was it was only when I was at uni um that it kind of really um uh, came about uh, like well kind of realized it was a bit it was a bit more serious I mean I could have had it even before that because obviously it's not something that ever was really spoken about I mean it, it's not as you know the, the world was a different place then you didn't really um hear much about mental health then um as opposed to now where obviously it's so great that everyone can can open up and talk about it. And also that's why I wanted to bring this lyric in as well, to be able to to open up and just, you know, hopefully there's some listeners there that, you know, realise they're not alone in how they feel. So, um, yeah, I guess, um, you know, the lyrics, like, you know, sometimes my mind plays tricks on me or sometimes I give myself the creeps. It's, um, it's really, what really hit home there for me was how much you can be in your own head and, I mean, without, you know, even if your mental health is, is healthy, that's still something that people struggle with, obviously. But um, I think for me, it was, um, I didn't really realise that the, it, that was anxiety, really, that, that you know, that, that's what it was kind of diagnosed as. And um, 
I think it's just um, it's always hard to kind of actually have to look at that and see like right this is the issue or and, and you know I always have to stop listening to yourself at times when when um, certain thoughts come in and um, I think I've been I've been really lucky I've, um, I mean considering this last year as well um, I've got a daughter Robin who's nearly two and obviously she's kind of kept me grounded as well as support from my uh, partner Sarah um, you know things could have been a lot worse and um, I think um, there's a lot of people that have suffered this year and and what's great is that people kind of almost collectively have gone through this um, this period of, of bad mental health and, and I think it's really a kind of it's been a catalyst for people to talk about it even more um, so you know if there's any good thing that's come out of of this is that we're we're definitely talking about it a lot more um yeah no it's it's uh it's kind of why the pod was born mate i think i told you off air about that i'm happy to share it we sat in pubs when they first opened after lockdown and i think we both a bit full of angst grin probably fair to say struggling with various things and you know we're still trying to remove the stigma of men's mental health and that's kind of the the idea behind it and uh yeah, you know, Bryn's definitely experienced a lot in that field as well, haven't you, mate? So, yeah, you know, your thoughts on it, really. I mean, it's interesting, sort of, if you look at Basket Case and look at the history behind it. So there's the um, YouTube, well, it's on YouTube, a documentary um, on Ducky, the album. And Billy Joe Armstrong talks about when he wrote it, wrote Basket Case, and it was actually the point where he had it confirmed about his anxiety as well and his depersonalization and he was having panic attacks and all, he said all of a sudden this this song just came you know just just came from nowhere you know i wrote this and then if you watch the video as well that's very telling you know they are technically in a mental health institute you know from you know for the whole performance and things like they're wheeled in and people know i i have something for eyes it seems he doesn't blink I swear, if you watch it, Billy Joe Armstrong doesn't blink throughout the song. So it's so intense. Like if you watch something, it just doesn't blink. It's really intense. And then it is the, you know, reflecting back to him, like fair play for you to, to, for talking through it, you know, and sort of talking about how it's been, because that's always the biggest step I find, you know, especially working men's mental health for, for a bloke to say, actually, I need some support and then engage in it it's huge you know it's it's the biggest step that they can make and then it's like oh actually this isn't this isn't too bad I can do this you know people do understand people do listen but yeah I mean looking collectively like as I mean, as the world you know we've it could almost be described as like a collective trauma everyone's been through you know and we're all coming out of it and you know and I've said on our previous pods before I I don't think there's anyone who hasn't been affected, you know, within their mental health in different ways, you know, but by this pandemic, you know, and by all going through, and it will still happen, you know, for me, talking to my, um, like, colleagues and friends, you know, we're, we're kind of bracing ourselves for what happens, essentially, you know, because as soon as now lockdown's easing, the anxiety is going to start rise again, rising again, you're going to get people who are, will struggle to leave houses, you know, leave homes, you'll get people who struggle to actually, you know, that I still cross the roads when I walk past near someone, you know, it's little things like that, you know, and then people be like, well, what have I, what have I done to that person? Or what, what have I said? You know, and it's just the, 
the longer term impact you know and especially when it comes to anxiety and you know any anyone obviously who's listening to this you know i know we've got um a reels on our instagram you know with the support in the areas like that you know that you can get in touch with but also i really recommend exploring you know the meditation the mindfulness and all those sort of things you know a little little things you know especially when panic attacks come on because when they come on it's very hard you know it's very tricky you know people say oh well calm down and keep breathing that doesn't work it's always supporting the recognition about when they're going to come on and stuff you know and obviously i you know like aaron said i could talk for days about this probably like he could about music you know and stuff you know and then it is it's just sort of bringing it bring it back round to you know overall green day you know when the way they've changed you know if you listen they've changed their style of music almost to fit with how things have progressed you know throughout the world and I noticed Billy Joe Armstrong recently released some songs about you know covering lockdown and some covers he's done you know and that's the way he's used lockdown and I'm just wondering sort of for you Tom how you know you mentioned about your daughter and your partner and just how how has this whole lockdown been really you know for you and the experience you know with work and you know things like that yeah I mean like the first I'd say the first four months I've almost erased from my memory <laughs> because yeah. it it actually felt like just one long day um Robin at the time was um I think she was just about crawling then or just trying to like stand up and not really walking so we had a bit of ease in terms of like she was in a in an area um but obviously we were just stuck indoors the whole time and um you know it's then that you realize how small a space you have you know you, you, a lot of people in london you know we we have small places because we're out most of the time or you know you don't you don't really think about um oh what, what's this place gonna be like if i'm locked in here for a year <laughs> it's just something you never have to think about so um yeah those 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 months were hard, but I think having the routine, luckily, of of having Robin around helped us out. You know, we were able to, at the time, she was still having two naps, so we were able to have some, a bit of a break then. You know, we'd be able to either do do stuff separately, and, you know, that might be for me playing playing some video games, so I might go read a book, and, you know, I think that was, that was what was important, having time to ourselves as well. Um, and, um, I think as soon as we were able to go out a lot more, I mean, just, you know, looking like the last couple of weeks now, being able to go out and be able to see friends and family, it's, it's just, just absolute game changer. And, and you, you kind of forget how, how good it, how good it is to be able to socialize, you know, we're, yeah. we're social animals and it's, it's, it's what we need. Um, you know, as, as introverted as people might be that you always need to have that contact with people. Um, and I guess going back to that kind of mental health side of it as well, you know, I think having contact with with people is is always really important because especially if you suffer with depression or anxiety, you know, you, you can sometimes end up just kind of retreating back into your shell. Um, and I think there were definitely times where, you know, you could you could kind of feel yourself slipping into that. And, you know, I'm, I'm lucky I kind of, I, I know what I need to do to get out of that funk. Um, you know, it could be as simple as just some exercise or go for a walk or, um, you know, just drinking more water and just like physically feeling better. And, you know, there's, there's, um, 
I'm lucky that I know what to do. Um, but, you know, even even pre um, pre COVID, um, I actually had a day where I just woke up and I I just messaged my boss and said I I, I can't come in today. Mm-hmm. I just I just I don't know why I just can't come in. And um, it was great. He just let me have the time, and he was just like, no worries, just take the day. And then what was great after that is that we we went and had lunch and he actually just made sure everything was okay and that that was like i'd never actually experienced that before with a job i mean i um i there were two places i worked before where um a similar thing had happened where i was just like right I, I, i can't go in i can't get out of bed i can't go to work um i think like trying to make up an excuse as to why and hiding it around something else and then having to kind of come clean and the kind of like the almost embarrassment I'd felt back then of having to mm. say, look, it's, it's anxiety, it's depression. Um, and, um, you know, those, those are the jobs I didn't have the support. And, um, you know, one of them I ended up leaving because there was just no support and I, I ended up coming back to London then. And, uh, the second one, they actually, um, found other reasons to to get rid of me um from that which was um you know you can imagine you've just gone through kind of like i could like a moment like i think i was off for two weeks and then to go back to have the courage to go back to work and then be let go was was really hard um as you can imagine um but i was lucky um the job I'm in now you know the, the support was there so we went out for lunch and he was just like making sure everything's okay and it's great I think mean, it really does show that I think now there's a lot more there's a lot more education around it I think people mm. know how to or people want to know how to deal with it more and people understand that um you know this should be treated the same way you might treat a physical injury you know yeah. if you broke your leg you wouldn't expect someone to come in to work or you know you know if they had surgery or something something like that you know you wouldn't expect them just to to come straight in so i i, I definitely see that it's it's changing a lot more now and um yeah i you know i was just so grateful to to have had had the support there for that and um you know i think i think that day i just i went to the gym i went for a walk i kind of um just ate more healthily that day probably and Mm. getting some uh, getting a getting a smoothie in (laughs) (laughs) a floral floral smoothie and then um yeah you know it it, i was able to kind of get get back to 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 normal in 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 quotes um yeah so i think the um there's so much in there what you just said tom as well but i think like as you say now because the awareness the more supported you are in any walk of life, the more confident you feel to express yourself and, and work at your full capacity when you can. But then having the understanding of your boss to say, I can't do it. I can't really explain to you why other than it's just my anxiety and it's my depression. I mean, if I go back, good, I don't know, even five to 10 years ago, before I really realized that I was struggling, if that makes sense, um, I probably would have had those negative thoughts about, Oh, well, someone's just saying that they've got anxiety, you know, not really, not knowing nothing about it. I mean, when I went through management training, like when I used to be a manager years ago, you just literally weren't told about it, you know, and then you know what it's like, 
office gossip, you know, where people go, oh, well, it's easy to take a day off. You say you don't feel like it. Do you know what I mean? And that sort of thing. But the person who's at, and actually now having experienced it, like myself, about of it badly last year, God, to try and describe that to people, like you said, about physical injuries. I had probably physical symptoms, like short of breath. You know, I remember, like, when I was at my worst, after going through, like, a double bereavement in the family in the middle of lockdown, I was just like, the only way to describe it was a belt on my chest, brain rattling against the skull, just, like, pure, can't concentrate, don't want to eat, don't want to drink, don't want to face the day. You know, and that was even tougher because you mentioned Robin Robin. We had our children at a very similar time, didn't we? And you, you still got responsibilities to like, you know, I have responsibilities to, to Nora as my daughter, to Sarah as my wife, and also obviously to my work. You know what I mean? I'm very lucky. I'm like you, Tom. I've got a very supportive um, boss and, and things in work who absolutely, you know, know how to look after you now. But it's just so tough to go through that time, especially when you said those previous two jobs, especially the one where they like found other ways to get rid of you. It, it, it just adds further to that person's state of mind and, and the negativity. So I'm just so glad now that at least, you know, we've got a way to go, obviously, but, you know, we're on, we're on the road. And Bryn, any, any reflections from, from you on that as well, mate? I mean, it's something which, you know, people who study with me, you know, or fellow therapists might chuckle, you know, and it's the, it's the term trust the process. Um, you know, yeah. when it is that whole, you you know, you're battered, you're bruised, you know, you've been through, you feel like you've been through the mill a few times, but it's kind of trust in the process that when the time is right, you'll find the right place, if that makes sense. Mm. So, you know, for you, Tom, like the previous two jobs weren't the right place for you to explore where you've been, mm. to explore your mental health. And it, it actually, they gave you the gift to where you are now, which is hard to yeah. sit, reflect on it that way, you know, ref, you know, reflect on it positively until you've kind of made a bit more of your journey, you know, because you're actually in a place where you're supported, where people understand, where people listen, you know, and it's, again, I've probably said it before, you know, the fact that um, Yalom, you know, is a great psychotherapist and he says the, the therapist will only go as, the client, sorry, will only go as far as the therapist has travelled themselves, you know, so it very much has to be, you, know, you have to find someone who's gone through the journey you know who's come through the other side and then you feel comfortable talking to them you know and then you feel mm -hmm. comfortable sort of explaining exploring you know i know me and aaron personally talk through things you know when it is positive having someone who's like you know what i, I can relate i haven't been through exactly the same as you you know but i i can relate with some elements you know and we can we can work through this you know but also someone who just says actually it's all right to feel a bit shit <laughs> you know yeah actually and, and yeah you're, it's normal you're not on form yeah and but also you know it's a question that you can't answer but what is normal you know yeah, <laughs> like what, true. what is what is normal you know what is good mental you know what is good you know and again and also you know it's using this term a lot when i work in adoption and foster with parents you know who think oh we're getting all this wrong you know we're not getting doing it right and this is a whole um winnicott uses the term good enough you can be a good enough parent you don't have mm. to be the best everyone makes mistakes you just have to be good enough and that's the same in everyday life you know you're going to make mistakes because that's how you learn mm. but it's just remind yourself well actually no I'm, I'm good enough you know I'm doing what I need to do yes I'm not you know the best of the best but actually I'm just, again back to our good old friend I'm still standing you know <laughs> I'm yeah, still here yeah. I'm still present I've got my voice my voice is being heard 
you know, when it's it's actually being heard. It's not people just saying, oh, yeah, 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 take a sit day. Someone saying, hold on, no, let's, let's go and have some food. Let's have a chat. No. I love that about your boss, by the way, Tom, the, the old taking you for food after. That's just like, you know, that's just so refreshing to hear that there's someone out there who like thinks, no, actually, I need to go a little step further here and, and check in with this person to know they're OK, which is absolutely amazing. Actually, going back to Prince, I'm going to bring you in here, Tom, because Tom are landing in a spot now where you're in your comfort zone. Do you feel like now you're in a position where you you can express you? I know you're a very creative person, Tom, but do you feel like now you're in that right spot? to to do to give your best tom to your work now and, and how how that all came about how you find it where you are now with work and everything else yeah i mean what was really weird actually so obviously the the, the place that i mentioned that um kind of let me go for other reasons like it, it i i the, the place i'm at now was off the back of that so i you know i'd left there and i was looking for jobs and this is what i found i've i've been with i've been with we are beer now for for three years so you know, and I feel so comfortable here. And, you know, as you say, having that, having a boss who, you know, lets you have the day off, but then actually wants to check in and actually wants to make sure, like, you know, do you need more time? Like, are you okay to come back? And things like that was was amazing. And, um, you know, what's great now is that I, I have the confidence now that if anything happens again, if I have a kind of what I call a moment, I can, I can just message and be like, look, I, I can't come in again today and, and, and it'd be okay and it'd not be an issue and something I don't have to worry about. Obviously, the, the last thing you want when you have anxiety is have to have something to worry about even more yeah. with that. So, um, yeah, I I think that has now made made me realise, you know, I, c- I can put in as much. And, you know, if there is, if burnout is a is a thing that, that could be causing, you know, a, a bit of a trigger, you know, I can talk to my boss and say, look, I just need to take a little bit of, work load off or you know this is how much i can manage and um there has been really good at that actually like you know are, are you swamped like have you got too much um and i yeah I'm, I'm always the kind of person like no 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 it's fine i can i can do it but he'll understand that if if it gets to a point he'll know that i i will say like i i need to take yeah take some of this off and then uh get back back to kind of normal but um yeah i i I, I think since that moment really i've i've the 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 change is is has been um immense i mean obviously that was also the, the just before um the pandemic so it was a weird it was a weird moment to be like all right let's let's know if you need more time off and then obviously <laughs> uh be careful what you wish for um <laughs> also it's funny though because i remember speaking i was telling Bryn about this we spoke on the phone, I think, uh, quite during the pandemic, and you went from down year to up year within a week because you did go through the process of feeling like you didn't didn't have anything, Tom, wasn't it? I remember you saying that, like there was so much concern there just for your what you're doing now was going to just disappear, wasn't there as well? So just just describe that, like that whole going through that, and then I remember yeah. one day, like it's fine now, like <laughs> but you know that when when you you're worrying, you know? Yeah, I mean, um, so. Yeah, I probably should have said from the start. I work for We Are Beer, who um, who create craft beer festivals. Um, so we're an events company. Um, so, you know, as soon as everything shut down, we were like, right, well, we we literally can't do anything. Mm. So um, this was, and I think it was just before um, anything about furlough, the furlough scheme came in. You know, I, we had a 
my boss had to have a frank conversation with me and said like look when we're not sure what's gonna what's gonna happen here and like you know as the rest of the world was like what what's gonna happen um and yeah the the same day that i had a walk with my boss that evening the furlough scheme was announced <laughs> so my <laughs> boss was like yep just forget everything i said we're all good <laughs> just take some time the time off obviously and you'll be on furlough and um weirdly though i i still felt really com- confident um post that because i i knew that whatever happened whatever would happen um my boss would be there to to support me or to you know give a good review or look out for stuff i i just know that as a person that's what he would have wanted he was devastated to have to have that conversation mm. um so yeah and i mean but we were really lucky um we actually put on a festival last year. We did Bristol Craft Beer Festival. Um, I think just before the Rule of Six came in and, and had a really safe festival and no, um, uh, there was no cases linked to the to the festival. Um, things then obviously got worse around the UK, but I, hmm. we were just so grateful that we had that moment. Um, I think a lot of people in Bristol felt the same as well. <laughs> yeah. like just a moment of, of what felt a little bit of normality. Um, and obviously this year now we're in a, in a total different um, position with, with the vaccine being rolled out um, and the roadmap. So, you know, we're, we're fully confident that all our festivals will go ahead and we even decided to add a new one this year just for, just <laughs> for fun. To, to make, to make up for it, me and me and Bryn are going to yeah. definitely try and get along to at least one of them. I think it's, it's, um, it's one of those weird things. I think so, you know, grateful that you got for us, you know, you're, you're a friend at the end of the day as well, you know, and I'm just grateful that three of us are sat here in, in a position we come from. I know a lot of people, you know, I've, I've had their ups and downs and their struggles, but you're right. I think the world seems in a different place now um, in terms of where we're going this summer. So it's great to hear the festival. And I was listening to your, your podcast with the lady who writes about the beer on, uh, on, on the BBC good food site. And, good food. Uh, yeah. 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 And you were, you know, talking about the different festivals. So that sounds, that sounds amazing. But I was reading about as well, talking about like creativity and stuff like that. And uh, I found an article and don't, we should say as well, we always say this, but all the things that we're talking about, we are going to put in the bio. So Tom's stuff that he mentions, the things that we mentioned will all be in the bio. And we, we, we ask people to explore it. But creative people tend to be a lot more likely to suffer with things like anxiety, uh, with depression, um with bipolar with all sorts of stuff you can go back through munch the norwegian painter who did the screen painting you know which everyone looks at that's literally a you know him drawing a dream or a nightmare if you want to talk about having it dickens tennessee williams ernest hemingway van gogh all that and it's funny because i feel like a creative person i know you are too tom and bring you definitely are through the, the therapy you do um I just feel a lot more susceptible, but I've only tapped into that creative side in probably the last year properly, mm. like writing, guitaring, podding and all that stuff. So I feel like when I'm at my best, I don't know if you like relate to this, but I feel like when I'm at my best, I reckon I could knock most people out of the park in terms of what I'm doing in a shorter period of time. But you talked about burnout earlier and it just picked up my mind that I can quickly then go like that, you know, straight, mm-hmm. straight off the edge of a cliff. So it was just interesting. I thought I'll reference that point because the article I explained that was really good. And Brendan, yeah. Any effects from you as a, as a your whole version of therapy is creativity, effectively, isn't it? So it's funny how the the links mm. to there aren't they to people who, whose minds are, are very active, shall we say? Yeah, yeah, and it's interesting. Also, we're we're referring to burnout, which is also a song on Dookie as well. You know, so it's almost like they knew and they prepared they prepared this for us as well as having a blast. You know, is another one. But um, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's 
it's interesting sort of the, the creative you know and especially in in my work where you know no matter what age you know people people get drawn in by the creative you know when it, the creative can be it can be subtle you know it, it can simply be just actually just finding your voice it could just be listening to a story I did one this morning um with a gentleman we did a guided visualization you know and that's creative and that's what his way of being creating a safe space in his head you know and things like that so it's yeah it's it's interesting seeing the the correlation you know I guess around mental health and people being creative and actually again you know maybe a piece of research to do is where where were they in their in their mental state when they were the most creative as well you know and what what definitely. actually brings brings the most out of it definitely i think you know for me I'd, I'm, tom i'll bring you in on this in a minute but like you said green day basket case it just sent me down this whole rap you know i'm like with music that was it i was off um and i picked up so many tracks that i thought what's great about music is that they've got the guts, shall we say, sometimes to put lay the feelings down on the table. I mean, Basket Case is a very honest song, right, about where his mind was at the time. There was another song that um, Green Day did called Panic Song as well. Um, and the start of it, it's like a two-minute build-up. And straight away, I started thinking of Idols, obviously a modern band. On their latest album, they did a song called Anxiety. And like it kicked, and it's a, it is like listen to it if you haven't had anyone at home. It is proper, like God, that captures the feeling. And I don't know about you, I was gonna ask you this, Tom, with music. What's your relationship with it? So if you're feeling down, do you go opposite and put happy on, or do you go down with it and say, oh, there's other people out there who express it that way? And I like to listen to that side of it. Yeah, there's, there's definitely, definitely tracks that I'll put on. And I think part of choosing this song was that realization that. I was I was definitely start listening to songs that I listened to when I was when I was a teen, and yeah, the the irony obviously being that a lot of those songs are about mental health. You know, this exact one that yeah. I picked, but you know, you listen to it and it, although it's obviously talking of you know, you can relate to, to to what's being sung, it still takes you back to this nostalgia and this and these easier days. Um, so yeah, I mean, even like even like sometimes if it's offspring or, you know, yeah. heavy, heavy bands, you're like, you, you do wonder if someone, if, if I said to someone, oh, I'm just going to listen to some relaxing music and then that, they heard that's what I was listening to. <laughs> they'd be like, like what? But um, <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that's what works. And I'm also a real sucker for, for lo-fi music. I was just mm. like, it, um, if ever I need to kind of really can't get calm and, and wind down, um that's what i end up listening to and um god i mean there's one i i'm, I'm a big studio ghibli fan so yeah. um there's so many out there with with their music and just every time i hear it like that's another thing i used to used to do actually um when i had these kind of moments that when i was at uni as soon as i felt down i was putting on studio ghibli films mm. and just having that uplift and it i think that's I'm only just realizing now on the uh, live that that's why I probably listened to the Studio Ghibli uh, lo-fi because it just I know that 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 kind of gets me out of that funk yeah. and that, that's think, memories of that. That that that's almost seems like a an apt point sort of to bring this section to a close with an our first epiphany, shall we say? You know, yeah, yeah. It is very interesting, you know. Like you know, you mentioned Tom with the Offspring being your go-to, you know, music or things like that. How 
you know, and it is how everyone's safe space is different. You know, everyone looks different, you know, their secure base, their safe space. And I'm going to finish with the joys, you know, of Green Day, you know, because I think it's a good way to sum it up. So, Tom, you brought sometimes I give myself the creeps. Sometimes my mind plays tricks on me. I'm going to take you a couple of years down the line. I'm going to change one word in these lyrics. So another turning point, a fork stuck in the road. Time grabs you by the wrist, directs you where to go. So make the best of this test and don't ask why. It's not a question, but a lesson learned in time. Something unpredictable, but in the end it's right. I hope you have the time of your life. So we're bringing back the 30 second challenge. And I know we had great fun doing the films um, last time. So please, if you have any ideas, please, please fire them in. I thought I've got, I've got a couple for Tom, you know, the day after tomorrow, tomorrow's <laughs> another day, you know, there's, there's loads, there's loads. It's so easy, but we're actually going to relinquish our 30 second challenge. And we're going to see if Tom, can manage to introduce his new venture and he has 30 seconds to do it and I know Aaron's always more prepared than me at this point and he's normally got a stopwatch or something and I don't so I'm gonna let Aaron hold up the right fingers as normal and we'll give you a <laughs> countdown and just see how you get on you know I I like going over it adds a bit of jeopardy <laughs> Aaron likes going under you know who knows let's see some like going over, some like going under, Bryn. What can you, what can you say? It's all horses for cause, isn't it? But uh, Tom, I've got my fingers up. Three, two, one, and off you go. So Game Over Beer is a podcast that brings craft beer and gaming together. We'll be speaking to guests about their favourite beers and games with a healthy dose of conversations around well-being and good mental health through gaming. Wow. Like, oh. well, that is, well, it's, it's 15 seconds right but actually you did enough to sell it straight away it's basically gaming it's, beer uh, and mental health it, i mean like yeah. it's, as, it's as if i work in marketing and have uh you know, to, <laughs> i mean i, I start, think... start off with what was a paragraph <laughs> down to three lines <laughs> i'll be I'll, I'll be honest i think you've just ruined that segment for us now so cheers yeah <laughs> we had we like, we like to we liked it our third. We liked our thirty seconds. <laughs> it gives us plenty of time to waffle. Um, but you know what? I I, I can repeat talked... it again if you want, so we can have uh, get up to thirty. Actually, if you repeat it, you go just over and make Bryn feel slightly better. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. <laughs> but no, um, honestly, like Tom, I've spoken to you offline about this, and and I, as soon as you said it, I thought great idea. So you know, this is your time to expand. Tell people a bit more about the process behind creating this and and why you want to do it, really. Yeah. So I mean, weirdly, this actually came from the name. So um it's something I end up I do a lot. I end up kind of creating these companies in my head of all different different things. And this was the first one I said and it was like game over beer and I was like that actually has legs and like I I want to run with it. So that was the time I like went onto social channels and saved save those handles straight away because I was like I, I think I want to do something with this and then um and then yeah uh pandemic happened and obviously you know the, t the time just just dissipates and you just have no time I kept writing a few notes as they came to me about what I was looking at it to be but um I realized that, that playing video games for me is is one of the ways that I 
I can kind of control if you like how I feel and, and kind of with my mental health like it's it's time to myself it's time to escape and um, I think yeah that, that's something I've been basically doing more because obviously you know as I mentioned I've got uh, I've got Robin who's nearly nearly two and you know I, I basically stopped playing video games when, when she was born there was no time at all you're either yeah. looking after her or you were sleeping that was basically <laughs> all you did so um yeah I've had this kind of emergence of being able to get back into it and and just realizing how how important it is to me and how much it's part of of me so um yeah and and obviously I work in beer so I just had this thought like surely there's gonna be a cross section of people that that enjoy both um and um yeah then obviously since since you guys started your your podcast I was kind of realizing like what why am I waiting for you know why am I Hmm. spending so much time trying to think of all these different ideas and things I should just just start it and um yeah it was actually for this podcast I thought right well I should announce to the world some social channels so I can be like here's where to go um so I thought well I might as well just let people know what I'm what I'm planning on doing and I just did not expect the feedback that I got from it um you know I think there's about 100 followers on 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 Twitter now already and and people messaging in saying this is amazing I want you know how can I can I be a guest people I don't even know as well you know people from breweries I don't know so it, it's really great like I'm, I'm so excited to be able to to bring these two passion projects um together and also you know be introduced to new people that I've, I've never met uh, and just have have this chat and you know what it's like when you when you find someone who's a, a kindred spirit and um you know when you, when you both can just talk for days about these subjects um it's it's just so rewarding and and hopefully that's what what the listeners will get as well they'll 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 feel that passion behind it all uh yeah that sounds fab so um how how would how would i find it? how would i get in touch yeah so currently if you go on twitter or instagram just go to game over beer and you'll find more information there and um yeah we're hoping hoping to have uh episodes out within next month really brilliant you know what like as well man we don't say a lot of this stuff again but i'm really proud of you because i spoke on the phone to you i remember when you said i've been listening to you and it just made me think like i need to start getting on with this like and in that time you know i've seen your, t- your first tweet tweets go out i've seen the instagram page you might you snazzy mic and all that being bought now you've got a whole array of floral t-shirts to wear when you have your guests on it <laughs> but uh, no well done it's it's, it's awesome and i know Bryn and i will certainly uh, fancy a chat about uh, gaming and beer at some point as well so uh, keep us in, in yeah amazing yeah definitely have you guys on and yeah i think i think it's something that's really weird like i've started to um to realize how i was trying to chase these like big names within beer or trying to f- find people within the gaming world because I have a little bit of crossover there when I used to work at Eventbrite and I used to um, work with a lot of the marketing managers at different places and I just started to realize that why am I targeting these people when everyone you know who drinks craft beer and plays games is passionate about that yeah it just so happens that <coughs> excuse me it just so happens that you know that they, they that's the career that they've they've taken and they've they've managed to, to work in those things but there's there's loads of people out there that love both those things 
and want to be able to talk about it. So yeah, I really want to open this up. I mean, I'm, obviously I'm starting with people I know in beer and gaming because I know them, but I really want to, I, I put a message out today. I want to open this up and I really want to make it as, as diverse as possible. And I want, I want hopefully to, for people to be able to access craft beer and gaming when they wouldn't have thought of, of doing it before. Um, I mean, you know, how many people play games on their phones, but they wouldn't call themselves a gamer? Yeah, you know, true. Yeah, definitely. No, you'll have, you'll do a good, you'll do a good thing. And I think the more people you get involved, that's what, that's what it's all about. And like I said, the normal person sometimes can be more interesting than the inside person as well in terms of what they got to say. So, man, we're, lo- we're looking forward to it. We're really looking forward to it. <clears throat> amazing. Well, Chip, you know, obviously, cheers for your amazing support, but also, you know, for the inspiration as well. And I think actually, I, I think I left it a week from you starting yours to actually mention <laughs> the idea. Because I don't want to be like, like oh, I've started a podcast. You're like, yeah, I, I've been planning one for about a year. Like, <laughs> Motivational speakers as well. Yeah. Yeah. Be like, right, I'll, uh, yeah. But yeah, uh, guys, honestly, like, um, it was so weird listening to, obviously, I listened to the last one um, yesterday and yeah. obviously hear, <laughs> hearing Floral Smoothie like uh just made me laugh so much and then um yeah i mean i, I said I, was, I only come on here so i could uh listen to this episode uh <laughs> sooner and, and i got a bit of a free session from Bryn as well so happy days exactly. there you go <laughs> Okay, loads of fun. I've had loads of fun today. Um, and obviously, you've, we've had the, the floral smoothie takeover on the 30-second challenge. So we thought it's only right to have the 30-second takeover by floral smoothie on our next voyage. But obviously, we can't do that until the captain has announced it. So how are we doing it this week, Captain? Oh, well, I did try. I, I had a go at singing Green Day, and I just haven't got... I haven't got the talent to do that one, you know. Other ones, fine, you know, I can nail them as everyone's heard. So um, I'll just go, on our next voyage. <laughs> <laughs> like, just fancy going a bit West Country there, didn't he? Just to know, why, to not? Know why? why not? No links to today's show whatsoever. But <laughs> as always with the captain, you like to keep us on our toes, don't you? Exactly. So we're going to throw over to, um, to Tom, to Floral Smoothie. What's the challenge you'd like to set uh, myself and the captain this week? So I thought, seeing as Game Over Beer is a podcast that I'm going to be starting, I thought I'd just challenge you guys to play a video game and have a beer. Really Ooh, simple. That is wonderful. I can do that. <laughs> we can definitely 100% do that. And actually, if we record it while we're doing it and send you the recording, you can decide whether you want us as a guest. Yeah. <laughs> That's why, that's why I did it. That's why I set that challenge. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Literally, like, we'll, we'll record and send it to you, and you'll just be like, just radio silence, just no response. Yeah. <laughs> Apart, well, just ghost, one, ghosted. One of us will get a response, and that'll just be the end of the podcast. <laughs> so, Aaron, it's. It's time to drop anchor. And I know it's it's quite interesting, the little cliffhangers we're leaving people with now with our stories. And we're we're on to chapter three. 
We are, yes. And uh, it's been good so far. I hope people are enjoying it. It is a bit different. I've had some feedback to say that they're thoroughly enjoying it. And actually, before I get started, Raj knows exactly where we are when we're telling these stories as well. So he knows yeah. what arena I've created for yeah. when I started Interesting. This off, I was in that place as well, that exact place on Sunday, I think it was. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, this is interesting. Maybe I'll start running after someone. <laughs> <laughs> Next thing I know, like, Brim can't come to the next pod. He's been arrested. Yeah. Again. <laughs> anyway, serious mode, serious story. So um, chapter three, I'll just go straight in. My chest is starting to get tight. I'm struggling to catch my breath. I knew I should have taken up running again. I can hear T-1000 getting closer, increasing my state of panic. I'm almost at the statue of the Grim Reaper. I always wonder why that statue was placed in the middle of Newport. Apparently, it wasn't a statue of the Grim Reaper, but a statue to commemorate some poet from the city. What was his name? God knows, my brain's fried. I can feel it rattle inside my skull. And anyway, the Grim Reaper seems more apt at this moment in time, as it is almost certain to mark the spot where I'm about to meet my end. I hear the slapping of feet right behind and a strong hand grab my arm. As I turn to look, I trip and fall right at the Reaper's feet. T-1000 lands on top of me. I try and roll away and use my free arm to shield myself. Please. Don't hurt me, I shout. I feel T-1000 shift his weight so that he sat on my chest. He's lost his sunglasses. I presume they came off in the chase. His eyes are molten fire and burning a hole straight through me. You will listen to me, T-1000 cries. I feel my life flash before my eyes. Memories of walking through woods with my grandfather, my mother singing to me, fishing with my father, my first kiss. I drift towards the blue light of the afterlife. My grandfather is standing there waiting for me. And for a moment, I feel genuine peace and happiness. I feel two strong arms take my shoulder, breaking off my re reunion with my grandfather and snapping me back to reality. I said, you will listen to me, his voice raising as he spoke. I'm listening, I'm listening. Just don't hurt me, please. I didn't mean to upset you, I beg. I can see in the man's eyes that he's experienced a lot of pain. Perhaps today was the final straw, the moment that made him snap. If only he knew that I meant no harm at all. I just love people, free people who live that life their own way. He looked like someone I wished I could be, completely comfortable in his own skin, not a care in the world or worried about what anyone else thought. Able to dance freely in the middle of the street. I just wanted to know the song so I could perhaps experience some of this freedom and get out of the rat race. He picks me up with incredible strength and props me against the statue. You don't know my pain, he begins. Boom, boom. Bum, 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 bum. Okay, Bryn, hell of an episode today. I mean, we couldn't have asked for, you know, a, a better guest. A huge, huge thank you to, to Tom. You know, it's, it, it's, it takes a lot of courage and bravery to, to actually speak about personal experiences like that. Um, and, and obviously we wish him all the very best for, for his venture with um, Game Over Beer as well. And we'll point people in the, you know, in the, in the bio to where you can follow Tom and we'll stick stuff on our socials and all sorts. We've got a few shout outs though, haven't we? It seems we that our episode about uh, Pussy Riot, um, where we did the, the punk band names, as sort of keeps gaining traction it and we does. get more and yeah. more sending. Um, <laughs> I know we've both had a few. I'll, I'll kick us off. Emma, thank you for sending in yours. Um, blue bargy so um 
that's a good one again, isn't it? Like, you yeah. know, that's a real good one. Bringing in Indian flavors. I think of George mm. Harrison going punk, you know, you know, there's all sorts in there, but you've had a few as well, uh, Captain. Yeah, yeah. So um, Simon and Ian. So interestingly, they, they ate the same food or wearing the same kind of T-shirt. So they are the Bolognese Blooms. Oh, <laughs> sounds um, saucy. Yeah, it does. <laughs> That's awful. And then, yeah, I asked, I mean, Charlotte was quite confused when I asked her, but I thought I'd ask anyway. So I've, I've split one bit up just because it sounds quite cool. So she is the black and white banana dots. Oh, so whereas mine was white banana, she's gone like, she's gone yeah. further. You yeah, know so I mean? it's almost so... like you two have joined and made a band now. So I think it could work. Could I work. mean, Charlotte, Charlotte's decent on the guitar. She plays violin as well. Violin. So bringing strings to punk, we talked about Nirvana. They were going to do it with Kurt Cobain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, who knows? And um, Yellow Card as well. They have a nice bit of violin. Yes, they do, don't they? God, you just pulled. Out. I, was, I was thinking you yeah, were giving me a yellow card then, but uh, <laughs> like taking a card. <laughs> to be fair, going on my track record, I'd definitely be on a red by now. Yeah, I? I think so. so. Um... I think we both would. It would just be radio <laughs> silence. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah. How how do people get in touch? You know, how how do they send all this in? Yeah, keep sending them in. I had someone suggest as well a name for the quiz, Aranophobia, said Arachnophobia. Good one as well. <laughs> a lot of people uh, suffer with that. <laughs> especially you. That's why you, even though we could, could potentially meet now, you keep doing it on Zoom. But anyway, yeah. that's another uh, <laughs> that's another matter. But um, no, please keep sending them in. We do have a good laugh when we're reading them and, and also the serious stuff are great as well. Um, Instagram, at Captain and Cookpod. There's going to be loads of stuff coming through from what we've talked about with Tom as well. So keep an eye out on the socials there. Captain and Cook one on Twitter and Captain and Cook pod at gmail.com if you want to send us in any emails. But until then, it's a ta from me. And it's a ta from him. Ta-da! You're the first one, man. Like, and that's a that's a real big deal to us. Um, and I think we want to reward him, don't we, Bryn? Yeah. Are you doing the dance or am I? <laughs> yeah, let, let me make sure that the uh, door shut properly yeah. first. <laughs> Robin runs in like, no, no, she knows me. Robin, no, come back. Uh, don't no, look she, at me. She... <laughs> don't look I, at me. I'm, I'm, I'm... This is the first time I'm wearing clothes in, in the flat, so it's fine. Oh, landed. That is one for the outtakes. Cheers for that one. <laughs> <laughs> so time you can't, you can't, clothes. <laughs> yeah. you, you can't see below uh, below my waist. Well, I don't know. It's quite a, it's quite a big camera. <laughs> <laughs> With a oh. podcast, we can uh, oh, 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 you've just given him a massive comp a massive yeah. compliment there, haven't you? <laughs>